You're welcome to another episode of Called to Marriage. My name is Thomas and I'm here with my wife, Marcia. And today we're talking about living through pregnancy. Working through pregnancy. It was a very deliberately chosen name because we wanted to be a little tactful, not to uh, <laughs> frame pregnancy negatively. Dealing with pregnancy was my first thought. <laughs> Who wants to deal with pregnancy? <laughs> We're working through it by the grace it's of God. It's not a problem. It's not a problem to deal with, right? No, no. It's just something. It's just a life event that you have to work through like any other life event. At least for us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the scripture that I had in mind today to read, was, uh, it comes from John 16, verse 21. I'm going to look down to read it. John 16, verse 21. Should I wait for you, my love? <laughs> you can go ahead, babe. I'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it says, A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. Hmm. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we can have feelings of anguish. We can feel nervous about the whole process of pregnancy uh, right up to labor and delivery. But it's such a precious experience with such a great reward at the end that it's worth everything you go through. Yeah. So we feel that way about our pregnancy. We can't wait to meet our um our child, our blessing. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, we're doing all we can to work through the pregnancy. <laughs> uh, so we want to talk about, because in the last episode, we covered, you know, planning for conception, for pregnancy, for parenthood. Yeah. Um, and now we want to talk about the actual experience of being pregnant and even maybe looking ahead a bit to the labor and delivery, which is coming in a couple to a few short weeks mm -hmm. or maybe a few short weeks. All right. So let's start from the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Genesis. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, we find out we're pregnant. It's the best news. We're happy and nothing's different yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember like the beginning, the first feelings or first observations of me or symptoms you want to talk about what you observed in the first trimester from your perspective i think it was mostly realizing the change you had in your body mm. you know like obviously the baby is not going to pop out the, the minute you find out you're pregnant but you start seeing the changes in your you know in your body and then you started having some feelings um you also in terms of food you couldn't really eat well mm -hmm. you couldn't eat adequately as you used to you could only eat little food short time but then you know you have to go back to eat again um so yeah i realized that and i think you i think you lost interest in some foods too mm. Yeah, there were some foods that um, prior to you getting pregnant, you would, you would be, you know, more eager to eat with me. But then 
you you didn't want you you weren't that keen on eating them mm-hmm. as you were before your pregnancy. So that too, but. I think your symptoms were not as strong as I've witnessed other pregnant women. Mm. It was more so just, you know, a little change in feelings. And, you know, obviously you didn't have um, the same energy, if I'm right. You didn't have the same energy as you used to. Feels so long ago now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're I'm trying to recollect, like, but it's kind of hard. I, year. I, yeah. Yeah. I can only see you, you know, pregnant with your big belly. It's hard to go back to when it all started. Mm. Yeah. Well. Um. <laughs> and obviously you're interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're interesting. The contents that you consumed. You started, you know, watching a lot of birth videos. You always had a thing for big families and you always wanted to learn how big Christian families raise their kids, how they teach them, homeschooling and all that. But as soon as you got pregnant, you it's, it's like your whole interest shifted into, you know, home birth, um, raising kids and the family, and you'd watch videos on that. So I learned that too. I saw that about you. Before you'd watch a video here and there, but since you became pregnant, it's like, Every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I do. <laughs> that's not that's all, all I you do. But. I mean, that's all I consume by way of Mostly, you know, videos. Yeah. And... Okay. Yeah, nice to hear your perspective. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I cannot remember. It feels long ago at this point, but nausea was one of the first symptoms of the pregnancy. And I can remember going from feeling like everything was still normal to finally accepting that, oh, like I'm starting to have the first of my pregnancy symptoms. Like this is getting real, even though, yeah, yeah, I'm (laughs) pregnant. So um, the nausea was difficult to deal with. Who likes to be nauseous? Certainly not me. But thankfully, it mostly didn't lead to any throwing up. I only threw up once. once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't take... Was um the second trimester? I think it was in my second or end of first, maybe. I don't know. But don't take... Uh, yeah, I think it was in the second second trimester. I forget what I did. I took a laxative. I know that. Yeah. I don't remember what else I did. But basically, <laughs> be careful what you eat and maybe don't take a laxative. It's just too hard on you when you're already in a nauseous season of your pregnancy. Yeah. I shouldn't say never, but let me tell you, it didn't work for me. Oh, by the way, I actually, it's my fault a little bit too. Number one, I didn't trust my body yet, so I took um, a laxative, but also I I took like a slow acting one and it wasn't, I thought maybe I didn't take enough. Fast enough. Yeah. And also like I, I'm kind of... I'm not against medicine. I just, I'm the kind of person who would take like less than the dosage, basically. Like I try to take medicine lightly as needed kind of thing. Mm. So I initially started out with a lesser dosage and maybe that's why I was slow to see results. So then when I, I, I took another one and that I just shouldn't have. <laughs> but anyway, so that was the only day and that was the first time in my life where, uh, Things were coming out of both ends. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> it's an experience that I had. <laughs> That's the only time I vomited. Um, and then, but the rest of it was nausea that I just tried my best to manage and thankfully didn't throw up. So, 
yes, my appetite changed. A lot of things I didn't really, I wasn't as interested in anymore. Um, it was a struggle to find what I wanted to eat. So I tried mm. to basically eat my cravings. Yeah. Um, it's not the most financially, you know, <laughs> um, economical decision or whatever, but, mm -hmm. um, but it was the best way that I could eat. Yeah. So, um, I didn't have any particular cravings. I mean, I didn't have, yeah, like weird cravings, like people say pickles and ice cream or whatever. No, <laughs> nothing like that. It was normal, normal food. Cream. Just, I may crave pizza this day and maybe I'll crave chicken on this day and fresh vegetables on this day and a smoothie on this day. Like, so I just tried to eat my cravings. Mm. Then I had an aversion to only one thing that I, to, that I was exposed to that I knew of, which was dill. The smell of dill is just something that I could not <laughs> deal with. I worked at Whole Foods and there was lots of fresh dill every time I would walk past the produce or whatever. And every time a customer would buy it, Couldn't I was just it. like, ugh. Like, yeah. I felt like throwing up. I would hold my breath when I walked by the, <laughs> the dill section. So yeah, fresh dill as an herb, no. Um, other than that, there was nothing necessarily specific. Then, so that was the first trimester. It was eating my cravings. It was just trying to eat, you know, enough, stay energetic. It was working through nausea. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Gosh. Are you going to keep that or cut that out? <clears throat> yes. Second trimester. Second trimester. So in the second trimester, one of the things that welcomed me was lots of abdominal pain. Mm. And um, that was scary because it was my first pregnancy and I didn't know what that meant. Oh, so yeah, that, that, yeah, that made me end up going to the emergency room also because of like the pressures of work and feeling like I can't miss yeah. too much work, but I just don't feel like I can go to work. Um, I need to like get through this. Mm -hmm. So I, I needed to figure out, I felt like I needed to figure out what was wrong, but it turned out that it was just normal. I was having what I believe was round ligament pain. Mm -hmm. Um, just a stretching of my, you know, of my womb and the muscles and everything, ligaments and everything that are around there. So I had a lot of, it was quite a sharp pain. So it was alarming, but it didn't last. It lasted a few days, maybe. Baby and was growing. Yeah, baby was growing. Womb was growing. Everything was stretching. And um, it just came with a lot of discomfort. So mm. that was one of the things I experienced in my second trimester, um, another thing related to the nausea, a lot of mostly everything I eat leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So it's a lot of brushing my teeth, a lot of brushing my, scrubbing my tongue. You mean the things you enjoy eating? Oh yeah. Everything like ice cream. It's just wonderful to eat, but leaves a bad <laughs> taste in my mouth. So, um, a lot of brushing my teeth and that's something that followed me throughout the whole pregnancy. Even now. I have to like find the right moments. I brush my teeth more often, but on top of that, I'm like strategic about when I brush my teeth. There are times of day that I know that if I brush or things that I eat, that if I brush right after eating that, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to be gagging. My stomach's going to hurt. I'm going to be like panting, like trying not to throw up. So <laughs> yeah, thoughts. yeah, that has been yeah, honestly, yeah. And you've heard it and you've seen it. And that yeah. has been one of the worst symptoms for me is dealing with that. 
Um, but yeah, second trimester had its discomforts, baby's growing, I'm getting used to that, but um, dealing with it, I guess, mm -hmm. yeah. Contributions before I go to the third trimester? <laughs> I just remember, you know, feeling, just understanding you, I felt, I felt like it was, you know, I was, I was helpless, I mean, you know, like, there was nothing <laughs> I could do, so I just... You know, try to understand you. Um, um, and anytime you said oh, you felt like eating something, I wanted us to eat it. I wanted you to get it. Yeah, and that was helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Supportive of my craving eatings. Mm -hmm. or... Just trying to indulge you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, he indulged me. Yeah, and I, I kind of needed that. So even though I would feel guilty about it sometimes, ultimately I appreciate it because it helped me eat enough. Yeah, um, and I remember encouraging you to get whatever you felt like eating mm -hmm. when you went to work. So, mm -hmm. you know, you worked at Whole Foods. Both of us worked at Whole Foods. So, you know, you're walking through the aisles and you instantly feel like you want to eat something. I encouraged you to just grab it and eat it before the craving leaves you. Mm -hmm. And then you start wondering, what am I going to eat? I don't feel like eating anything. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like that's how you should treat it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you should control the quantity of whatever you eat, um, especially if it's something maybe too sugary or if it's something kind of like not on the healthy side. But once you have the craving, just get a taste of it to satisfy yourself a little bit um, so that you can keep building your appetite that way. <laughs> so understanding. <laughs> yeah, what can I do? <laughs> Other observations or experiences from husband's perspective, second trimester? Second trimester. Hmm. Maybe it would be nice for you to lead. Uh, I feel like that would help me recollect a little bit more. Okay. It's kind of like hard to me to break this uh, okay, know, the trimesters. And yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking in trimesters, but honestly, I don't know exactly. I'm just trying to like create some kind of a timeline, but I don't remember exactly, yeah. honestly. Okay. Also, I would say about you that, yes, you're very tolerant of my eating, very tolerant of my moods, my emotions. I think I was, I felt like mostly myself. I didn't feel like I was like a yeah. pregnancy like Zilla or whatever, yeah. like a monster. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, but I... pretty stable, you know. Yeah. But I can recall a couple of times. I don't remember if exactly if they were in the second trimester, but I think so. There were a couple of times when I felt myself hyper-emotional <laughs> yeah. about things that maybe didn't merit that. That also, though, didn't feel terribly abnormal to me, but... no. Nah. Yeah, I think you did a good job of um, understanding me and being patient with me. And yeah, <laughs> there's something else I was going to say, but I forget. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Tried my best, you know. Yeah. Sometimes as a husband, you feel like you wish you could just take some of the pain, mm. you know, so you can just bear it. Because when you're looking at your wife going through all that, you feel helpless. You feel like mm -hmm. this doesn't need curing. It's not like <laughs> we need to cure this. 
process, you know, and how it's making you feel. Your womb is growing and it's making you feel a particular way. Mm-hmm. There is no drug to cure it. And that I can't do anything to. So all I can do is just, you know, make myself available, mm-hmm. try to under- understand the pain and sort of, you know, hold you up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, we use our love language to, you know, communicate that I understand you, I feel you, I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. So just being fully present as a husband is important. That alone suits the pain suits you know the emotional roller coaster or the swings that come just knowing that i have a husband who's going to be there even mm-hmm. though I, i'm mad now and i don't know why i'm mad <laughs> he's always going to be there yeah even if he doesn't also understand oh, i think that okay. is very important for women in pregnancy yeah. and i don't know how you know women who don't have their men right by them deal with it but it also mm. tells you how strong women are Mm. True, true, true. Yeah. Good babe. You've been a great husband. <laughs> Thank <love> you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing, speaking of you being very patient, is like noticing every little thing about your pregnancy experience, like pointing out every observation, like and saying the same things over and over <laughs> again. Like in the second trimester when the baby finally started moving and you could feel oh, it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm always, Thomas, come look. Thomas, come feel. Thomas, this is happening. That is happening. Babe, blah, blah, blah. Like, I still do it non-stop. now. I, it's just, yeah, it's nonstop. It's like, <laughs> you're very um, patient with me on that. Yeah, I Because I don't know. It's yeah. novel. And I don't get tired of it, honestly. I don't get yeah. tired of feeling the baby move and seeing the baby and stuff. I mean, in a few weeks, the baby's going to be out, which I'm also looking forward to. But then I'm not going to have, yeah, I'm not going to feel those feelings anymore. So, you know, so, yeah, that's one part of pregnancy. I think it's a lot of, like, (laughs) making observations and getting excited and I think it's a great feeling. I understand (laughs) you. I just, you know, need a break to do what I need to do. (laughs) Yeah, I can't you know, pull you into all of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like seeing the baby move too. Mm. I like touching the baby. I like playing with the baby, talking yeah. to the baby and all that. But, you know, it has to end and I need to go do the work I need to do. So sometimes I would be with her and we would both touch the baby. The baby would give us some, you know, a little show, movement <laughs> here and there. The baby likes to do that. Mm. Um, and then... I would say, okay, well, I'll be in my office. And then just a minute or two after I leave, I have my headphones on. I can't really hear what she's saying. And I know she's just calling me to come touch the baby again or see the baby move. And I'm like, I just left you and we both touched the baby. Can you let the baby do its thing so I can also do my thing a little bit? But I understand all that. And sometimes I do leave whatever I'm doing, you know, just to go accommodate um, us. with them, and, <laughs> um, you know, touch the belly and talk a little bit. But other times I'm like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> this baby is going to move all it wants. I am not coming there again. <laughs> oh, man. And it's okay. all fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> so, 
the third trimester. And by the way, this is, these are like rough estimates of when these things are happening. Yeah. Who really remembers nine months later, but <laughs> mm-hmm. or even three months later. <laughs> um, but third trimester is when I felt the best I felt throughout pregnancy, actually. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, the beginning of the third trimester. There were there have been ups and downs, but generally I think I have felt um, well. And third trimester is baby is growing, growing and growing heavy. So yeah. <laughs> it comes with different kinds of aches and pains. It comes with l- learning how to get yourself out of the bed. It's it's a slower process. Oh, it's gosh. very methodical. It's very <laughs> intentional. I call it the mother slot. <laughs> Leave me alone, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> so yeah, everything's slow. <laughs> so um yeah, that has been something and like aches and yeah, just aches and pains, especially when uh, when it comes to sleeping, getting out of bed in the morning and yeah, just randomly too. So <laughs> yeah. um, pelvic pains, you know, it's a lot of feelings. I can a lot of I can, feelings. I can only imagine all that I feel it too. Yeah, so as the baby gets bigger, the yeah. movements are not as cute anymore, you know. <laughs> they still are, but like sometimes when the baby the kicks really hard. Right. Sometimes it kicks out and you see the belly, you know. <laughs> There's a limb that's always sticking out of my belly. Like that's always protruding. And uh, it doesn't feel comfortable when the baby brings itself forward to the front of my belly yeah. like that. So like when the baby's smaller, it's a lot of flutters and kicks and stuff. But when the baby's bigger, there's a lot of rolling and kind of when the yeah. baby positions itself in particular ways, it's very, it's uncomfortable. It's tight. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just not um, always pleasant. But it is cute. It's cute to see the little limbs, you know. <laughs> yep. I remember you telling me. I think I'm also just going to guess maybe in the second trimester that when the baby moves, you feel like it's moving in water. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like and the baby was still small like, and there's a lot yeah, of room. The baby was in a pool of water and it was, you know, trying to move. Yeah. Um, but I think that changed. The baby became bigger. We yeah. could feel <laughs> the strength of the baby. Yes. And when you touch it, it feels harder. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel softer. As soft as it used to, it feels harder. You can tell that this is a fully developed baby. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that made you feel uncomfortable. Sometimes the baby will sit on your bladder. I think the baby found a comfortable yeah, position for itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. lots of peeing. <laughs> and I think the baby found a comfortable position for itself. Yeah, that it and mostly that is stays not always in. comfortable for her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the baby's moving right yeah. now. <laughs> but um, yes, that is all true. Do you know that we're talking about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and speaking about the size of the baby, um, I can remember feeling like, you know, the baby's kind of abstract. You see like lumps, you know, and things moving around in your belly and you mm. feel it. But it's like, what's the baby going to look like? Like, what's in there? <laughs> like, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And so, especially when the baby's small, um, like, and just starting to move, it's hard mm. to imagine. But what I did was I looked up, like, pre- preemie babies, babies born at 25 weeks or babies born at oh, 30 yeah. weeks. Show yeah. Me those. Yeah. Just, just to see what the baby actually looks like at that stage. And that, 
made it real for me like oh yeah like Put i a have a to it. yeah like i have a real baby in here like a whole real baby yeah. like <laughs> so that has been fun to think about and cool you know it's not just like this blob or this like weird alien <laughs> thing moving in your belly it's a real baby <laughs> the in there like thing. a real human being you know <laughs> yeah so yeah third trimester is a lot of um imagining you know we're getting closer to the end it's fun and I it, would say so it is fun and preparation yeah. you know hearing the baby's heartbeat mm, and sometimes yeah. playing games with the baby yeah sometimes i call the baby out and it comes i say baby come <laughs> and then it comes you know it show something maybe a limb maybe i don't know a leg or whatever <laughs> and then it moves it does some movements to say yeah i'm here <laughs> and that's fun just you know um connecting with the baby and speaking to the baby mm. and praying over the baby mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's all good i i, I have changed as as a man Mm. knowing that I'm expecting a child. It does something to you that it's just so joyful. It's, it's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. I can't really describe it, but it feels good mm -hmm. to be in this position. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And you made me think about the, our experiences with the midwives too. That's been fun. <clears throat> in our last trimester, we finally managed to hire our home birth midwives, and it's been fun to meet with them. Well, we hired them today. Um, yeah, they were just over today over our house. We were planning for what home birth is going to look like and mm -hmm. stuff. And every time they come, they always, you know, check the heartbeat beat with a fetoscope, and they always palpate the baby and see what position baby is in. And that's always a lot of fun because yeah. it's like... Like I said, it can be abstract. You feel lumps, so it's like, is that a hand? Is that a foot? And they really know what they're doing. They're wise women, and it's fun to <clears throat> see the baby re responding to the movements and um, understanding how the baby is positioned. Yeah. So that's a great. That's been a great experience. I'm excited for every appointment. Yeah, I always yeah. like meeting with them. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite part: hearing the baby's heartbeat. Watching them, you know, palpate and tell us where the baby is, how it's positioned, and, you know, just giving us a lot of confidence, I would say. Definitely. The, the baby is good. The baby is doing fine. It's an easy baby, you know, it's positioned well. Mm. You're healthy. When they check Marcy and they say, well, everything is fine. Your BP is good. That's just fine. They say great. They everything say is good. great. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that is good. It's oh, so they, they give us a lot of good experiences, I would say. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, as a, the scripture said, um, let me go back to it for reference. <laughs> a woman when she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come. So my hour is coming, but interestingly, I don't have sorrow. Um, I don't know if I can say I'm zero nervous. I'm sure, you know, subconsciously, I think I do have nervousness. But mostly I feel excited, ready to meet my child. I feel just trusting of God. I feel hopeful. I feel grateful. Mm. I feel... Prepared to have the baby. 
I mean, prepare because the Lord is on my side, you know? Mm-hmm. The Lord is on my side. That's the thing that really makes me feel at ease because I don't think I have like all the tools in my toolbox and I'm like going to be perfect at this. And I'm, it's like, ah. no, it's just like mm-hmm. knowing who I'm trusting Mm-hmm. to carry this out or to be with me in this process. it's. I know the Lord is going to be with me. And it's also gratitude to those who've come before me, every woman who's given birth before me. Yeah. And like I was saying in the last podcast too, having my sister-in-law as a close person to me to set a precedence for what birth can look like, yeah, you know, and what... very helpful. Yeah, and... And the precedence for natural birth. And she's not the only one. I mean, we have others in our lives. We were just talking to some old friends from China. And um, mom gave, you know, birth unmedicated to four kids. Yeah. And That's she, impressive. Yeah. And like that, and it instills confidence in you yeah. when all those people hear your, your thought process and how you're feeling and stuff. And they're like, you sound, you know, you're in great shape. Like they know you your personality and they know that you can do it. Yeah. And any woman can do it, but it's, you know, right. you have to put yourself in the mental space too, though, you know, because some people don't even have a concept of like unmedicated birth. Like, no way. I was never even thinking about that. I always knew yeah. I wanted an epidural. Well, it's going to be much harder for you, you know, but if you're someone who's already put your, wrapped your mind around the idea of like yeah. an unmedicated birth or home birth or whatever, then it's going to be you know, that's half the battle is mm-hmm. just to, yeah, put your mind in a particular yeah. f- place. I think it's all about creating the right environment. And I think you have a very good environment around you. Like you said, um, you have Christina, um, having the midwives, having your mom, family around. You don't feel alone. You don't feel like, you know, you are deserted. Mm. You, you have a good support system. And most importantly, you know that you have a God who cares about you. Mm-hmm. And we treat this child as a gift. Truly, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. So, I mean, when you put all that together, truly all things are working for your good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Including the pain and, you know, um, everything you've been through. In the pregnancy, it's all, you know, working out to a successful end because Mm -hmm. this is a gift um, God has given us and Mm -hmm. we treat it as what it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it helps to just put it into a perspective that it's not even like all about you. Like (laughs) it's not all about you. God has his plans for this child. Yeah. God has known this child from my womb. So even if I want to be afraid, God knows exactly what what he's doing with my child so it's not it's really not about me like it's just i'm just like this is like an act what do you call it an act of service you know basically (laughs) it's like i'm just a vessel yeah i've been called (laughs) to duty by god to bring this child into the world and god knows what he's gonna do with with our baby so yes i think about that and it humbles me i'm like okay god everything's in your hands because Mm -hmm. It's not me. Every you did it. So you're gonna see it through. Yeah. Right. So uh I think that's mostly what I have to say about working through this pregnancy. Right yeah. now I'm just focused on my mental um sp- like getting in the right mental space for labor and delivery, um, or maybe maintaining, you know, guarding my mind. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, I'm, a, I'm in a little bit of a nesting period. I'm lazy, but <laughs> we've, we've still been managing to prepare this space. Yeah. Um, and what else? Yes, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Good. So everything's fresh in my mind, although every pregnancy is different. But if you want to talk about pregnancy, um, the experience of pregnancy, I'm an open book. Leave your questions in the comments on YouTube. If you're on pod, if you're on a podcast player, go to YouTube <laughs> if you have a question <laughs> and leave it down below the video. <laughs> you can find our video podcast uh, right now on Thomas's channel. So just search Thomas's name, Thomas O P P O N G. Opong. Yes. Um, but I think very soon we're going to make a channel just for the podcast. So it'll be called Call to Marriage because our podcast is called Call to Marriage. And then you'll be able to find it that way. But so thanks for listening. We love you. Mm -hmm.